Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are, uh, mid-March, and we're going through the good covenant. Good morning. All kinds of cool stuff on the covenant, and uh, that's been kind of fun. And uh, you said, "Absolutely, I'm, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing." And we know that that has a lot of implications to that. And and part of our time as we go through this, uh, one of the questions, which is legitimate, is, yeah, what exactly are those? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is it just generic? Is it is it money? You know, because that's a lot of a lot of people think, well, blessing is more stuff. Uh, it's a very, that's a very Americanized yes. version of blessing, right? Yeah. yeah. And we're, you know, this is why, you know, in our life, we're privileged uh, to live in America. And I, and I do in our retreats, I think you do this too, is um, we talk a little bit about God restoring, you know, the seven exceptional things yes. uh, to yeah, us, one of which is provision. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be, I want to be an exceptional provider of you. And the tendency is to, you know, take that as well. I get more. Is, does that mean I get more wealth? And is that a, is that a good thing? Um, and the answer is um, not per se. Um, right. So it's not that God says I'm going to make you wealthy, but rather I'm going to give you financial freedom, mm-hmm. so that. Um, and this is true. In, interesting enough, this is true, true universally around the world. Is to live in in financial freedom means I have more income than I have expenses. Right. It's really Which that. requires a surrender to him leading your finances and how you steward them yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. And, by, and by the way, there's a, uh, there's a interesting uh, truth about this. He says, um, now, um, in order for you to experience this, you have to, and this is, see, this is the essence of the covenant. Mm-hmm. Kevin, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. It's, it's a flow through. He says, well, in order for me to do this, you have to already have the heart and commitment and the evidence that you're giving it away by what tithing to me. Um, and we talked a little bit about that last time. It just touched on it with Melchizedek. Yeah, that's uh, true. That uh, what did Abraham do? I tithe. I, I know that the blessing that I'm receiving is from God and I'm going to give it right back as right. a tithe to you. And he says, by the way, your offspring, which isn't even born yet. Even, yeah, it said even Levi, who was in the womb. Is so. tithing, <laughs> is tithing. Well, mm-hmm. what? You know, it's, no, it's, it's, it's your offspring that's part of the covenant. The covenant's a flow through and provision uh, is a big deal. Uh, because we, right. <laughs> interesting enough, and and again, I've I've we uh, all need it. <laughs> I've count, I've counseled in third world countries, um, that one thing that they need and and pray for and look for is <laughs> provision. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to have more reproduction. I got to have a decent crop. I got to have be able to store it up. And by the way, they understand 
if they tithe it, they they join the flow of the covenant. Um, and God right. says, um, if you tithe it, I'm going to fill your barn. And by the way, and here's the, probably the more significant piece of that is he says, and I'm not going to let Satan steal it from you, uh, which, by the way, is he's always trying to do through through adversity and try to take away the very things that you that you have. He said, I'm not going to let that happen. Um, and so uh, he says, you can test me in this and realize that uh, I'm going to I'm going to take care of you, providing for you by what I'm going to give you and I'm going to I'm going to work your life to a place where you have more income than expenses, which sometimes, by the way, means you got to stop spending money. <laughs> right. Um, and again, that comes back to that surrender, allowing yeah. him to show you that. Yeah. 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 Cause I'm, I'm going to, your yeah. place, your place of blessing is, is this way and you're spending on credit cards or you're doing things that aren't, that are building up debt. And mm-hmm. I want to get rid of that. And that so, will not lead to financial freedom. No. <laughs> um, so fine. But he says, I want to be your provider. So blessing is provision. Uh, where you're going to live in freedom mm-hmm. of the worry and fear of, of being provided for. Right. Uh, and by the way, when do you need it? See, all the time, guess what? New things come up, new assignments come up, new opportunities mm-hmm. come up that, well, how is that going to work? It's going to require some money to do that. God says, I'll, I'll take care of it. Uh, not for yourself. And by the way, you, right. can, you can enjoy it yourself. And... Um, you know, we in America, and that's when, when we get down to the to this issue of the provision at retreats. I said, well, what what percent of the world are the everybody in this room? That I said, and we could we could we won't compare notes right now, but we could take the lowest of you, mm-hmm. whatever you're making. And they're still in the top percent they're, of the world, the pretty much, right? One to two percent of the world. Mm-hmm. So we're privileged. The worst of us is privileged. Uh, relative to it, you know, Linda's uh, German and her family lives in Germany, um, and 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 we've had discussions about this with them. We've been over there with them, and they and they look at us as, you know, you guys are. They would they would say, and they do say, well, you guys are wealthy, even though we may not be <laughs> relative to, you know, what uh, what we think is wealth, but they do because they said um, our income is about a quarter of what you make, just generally speaking. Right. And our expenses are twice as much as you. So like, for example. So um, in their eyes, yes. So that in Germany, for example, um, all of her relatives, and she's got all these cousins all over the place in Germany, which we visited, and, and it's fun to be with them. Uh, none of them own a house. Right. They don't even think about it, owning a house. Why? Mm. A house, just a a regular four bedroom house, is a million to two million dollars, mm. um, and they earn. Remember, they earn half, and right. they have and they have other expenses. So the, in their mind, well, first of all, we don't have the money for that, and two is we can't afford. We couldn't afford the mortgage on that. Right, uh, it would consume us. So we don't own houses. We don't even think about owning houses. We just rent. Now here's what's what's unique about Germany. Um, well, there's wealthy people in Germany that own houses, and they rent right. them, they rent them out. And guess what? They have a super low rent because they don't they aren't looking at it as I'm trying to maximize my income. I've already been blessed, and I'm gonna as part of the culture of the nation. 
Oh, I'm that's a, interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it palatable for them. Now, by the way, they would take like a regular house, for example, mm-hmm. and they split it into two houses. Right. Uh, and they and they're organized it that way. So they'll have a stairway upstairs or downstairs, or a right. side or a stairway to the right or to the left. So in essence, they're all duplexes or triplexes or quadplexes. So they take the million and a half dollar house and they split it up to get Into them multiple a, dwellings. A we, we benefited from one of those. Yeah. We, you know, we rented a That's little right. place on the, on the Rhine river in yeah. a little town called Vinkel. Yeah. Okay. What was that? What was that uh, house like? Was it a single family, big old house like you have now? It was no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you can imagine, you know, we were were too young, you know, only a, a few years out of college. Dan's still, I think, at that point, he's a first lieutenant instead okay. of a second lieutenant. All so, right. you know, um, but it fit our housing stipend for when we lived in Germany. So, yeah. like you said, I mean, that that was definitely reasonable. Yes. Um, because that is not um, that is not a large stipend for m- people who are in the military. They understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's right. Um, but it was it was great. They and exactly what you're saying. The house that we were in actually was right in front of Schloss Johannesburg. Uh-huh. I think I told you this before. So our backyard was a vineyard that went up to a Schloss. It was absolutely beautiful. That's where we walked the dogs. Was through the vineyard. You got, all you the got time. to tell tell people what a Schloss is. A schloss, it's a castle. Castle. The German word for castle. <laughs> um, but it's absolutely beautiful. And there was a little Weingut where they make wine right out that we could walk right back out there and taste things and all of that. But um, the house itself was divided into multiple units. And we rented a, a unit from of this big white house. Frau Weber was our landlord's ah, name. Neat. And she was the sweetest little lady you'd ever met. But definitely not in it for the money, for sure. <laughs> When uh, uh, Peter and Sharon, they lived there, and they, they did something similar, very similar to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, near where you were, uh, near Wiesbaden. Uh, and uh, uh, because they were used to celebrating Christmas with mm-hmm. decorations. Yes. So they would be at the after, after they would celebrate our American Thanksgiving, which we would, you know, do phone calls. Um, and then they would set up the decorations, which is what we typically did. Well... They were the only ones that had lights, and all these Germans say, "What? What's that?" Stuff? They have beautiful wooden ornaments and everything. Oh There's yeah, beautiful decorations. But, but they but said, they "Wait, don't do the lights." Wait, right. wait a minute, it's it's just still November. You know what? What's that? Right. Oh, it's, it's Christmas celebration. <laughs> so, uh, whole different, whole different culture. So, um, you know. But again, uh, the comment was. Well, we don't have that stuff, um, uh, and they don't have, they don't go out to dinner all the time. You know, they they don't spend money like we do because we're we're privileged with it. But they live, they can live with provision, say with freedom, right? Um, and they and we talked about it. You know, what's important to you is, well, uh, renting a nice place. Uh, and by the way, a nice place, even if they have kids, is. Uh, maybe two bedrooms, three bed. They don't have multi bedrooms like we do, and they, right. they, <laughs> the one thing they don't have uh, is they don't have a TV in every room. <laughs> right, right. They just have one, um, and they have they had. They also have tiny, tiny refrigerators. Tiny refrigerators. Like tiny refrigerators. Yeah. and here's the here's the funny. This is hilarious because we we it's hard to understand this, but uh, we had some of her cousins move, you know, from mm-hmm. one place to another. Um, and so, you know, we were happened to be there when they're moving, and they're they're taking their kitchen. 
And yeah. I, I said, what are you doing? You're, you're dismantling your cabinets and taking What are you doing? He says, when we rent a house, we don't get the kitchen. Right. We have to bring our own, and we, we just take it from place to place to place and make the cabinets work with this tiny refrigerator. That's fascinating, uh, That right? we're going to have. You know, so I was like, <laughs> wow, that's something. Uh, but they, they, what they valued was, um, uh, you know, having a, having a, a nice, clean place. Uh, they, they value automobiles. Yes. So uh, they buy, buy really, and of course they buy German automobiles, which are good. But by the way, they they get seven to ten year loans for them, um, mm, and they keep them, and they keep them that long. Um, and then they they value stereo systems. <laughs> so uh, we want really good music, and so they do buy uh-huh. they do buy nice stereo systems. Everything else, they don't even they don't even care about. It's not that important to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so their culture would be different than ours. But they lived with freedom because, well, they had right. they had more more revenue than they did expenses, and so they also value margin in their time. Well, they margin. are much they are much better at um, having family time and, and closing shop and things not being open. You know, there's a reason there's a first Saturday there where shops are actually open on a Saturday you know, past noon or something right. That's right. <laughs> um, because the rest of the time and the, you know, the rest of the Saturdays in the month, they close up by 12 o'clock so yeah. that people have family time. Yeah. And that's what and we, nobody's working. And, and we, <laughs> we, we did identify that, that uh, Linda and I actually talked about this is that what they did is, uh, and they were a member of their families are reasonably close to each other. So mm-hmm. they would gather together uh, on a weekend, particularly, and they would just have fellowship. And of course they're not watching TV uh, they're talking to each other. They're not on their cell phones. Uh, they're having uh, great uh, food. I was going to uh, say good food, good, good food. beer, good wine, yep. probably all involved. All there, uh, walk, <laughs> walking around, playing games. And the one thing that we noticed early, and we did this with our kids, is that everybody was there. Mm-hmm. So that young kids up to older you know, people, uh, elderly, and the neat thing I saw, and I recognized this early, and then we did it with our kids, those kids, and they're mm-hmm. three, four, five years old. Interesting enough, by the way, they all learn English. Right. Um, yeah, they started in elementary school yeah, there. So they speak English, um, but they could sit there, and they're three, four, five, six, seven, eight years old, actually can talk to you. Because mm-hmm. uh, there was respect, there was they're used understanding. To having that conversation they're with in that. They're well. in that social dynamic of conversing mm-hmm. and sharing, and uh, it wasn't. Uh, I don't want to be around you, or I can't. I don't have anything to say to you because I don't know. I don't know that. Right. They knew it, and so we we recognize that what they valued, and part of the preciousness of freedom financially, was their social life. Uh, was very rich and very vibrant and very exciting. A lot of community, high, community high value on community. And, and fun and games and all that. So um, when, when God says, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing, uh, and this is what we're going to get into, is that the, the definition is way, 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 way bigger than we can imagine. And yes, it, provide, it includes provision, but it's not wealth. It's financial freedom if you have a heart to go. And I've seen it, yeah. uh, literally seen it everywhere, including all around the world. If they do that, if they follow God and live in the covenant, and it's, it's, I can't hardly describe it, but God does provide, even when you're in trouble, 
to start right? it, he takes care. It's a, it's remarkable. So we'll talk more about that. Uh, last time we talked about his kingdom, uh, Melchizedek and uh, Christ and the priest and uh, a more uh, full covenant. Uh, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing because I'm going to work both sides of it and it's permanent. Uh, so let's get into uh, Psalm 93. Uh, remember, he's talking about his kingdom. We're going to talk. We're going to see here a couple of elements about that. Uh, you know, what's the what's the uh, truth about that? So go to Psalm 93, one to two. Sure. The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He has put on strength as his belt. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. Your throne is established from of old. You are from everlasting. Yeah. So um, in his kingdom, uh, it says some, something pretty interesting. Uh, what, what does God do? He reigns. He reigns. <laughs> uh, okay, so the kingdom is see where his, his rulership, mm-hmm. his ability to fulfill the covenant is absolute because in my kingdom yeah. I'm reigning, leading, uh, providing for Full the, authority the there. full authority of, of the of the covenant because I have the power to do that mm-hmm. I, I reign uh, in his kingdom okay go to Psalm 97 uh, 1 to 2 and it tells us a little bit more about this Psalm 97 1 to 2 the Lord reigns let the earth rejoice let the many coastlands be glad cloud and thick darkness are all around him righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne yeah uh, so uh, it says that uh, his throne is him. Mm-hmm. And what does he do there? He reigns, he rules. Uh, it's eternal. Uh, it's a kingdom uh, aspect of it. So keep thinking of the kingdom as it's a spiritual place because mm-hmm. uh, it's him. His throne is there and he is ruling with the ability to have superiority over anything in the world. That's what that's why he says nothing is too difficult for me because I'm I'm superior to that. My rulership um, it's not equal equal kingdom. It's right. not it's not the enemy's kingdom of the world. It's kill, steal and destroy mm. and I'm trying to oh, fight good. fight against it. God says no. Uh, I'm completely superior to that. Mine is superior. Mine's yes. superior and I can reign. Uh, okay, now as a result and this is cool. Uh, he reigns. Well, let, let's see what it says about us. Deuteronomy 15, 5 and 6. If only you will strictly obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all this commandment that, that I command you today. For the Lord your God will bless you as he promised you, and you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow, and you shall, not, and you shall rule over many nations, but they shall not rule over you. Okay. Uh, he's, he's talking about an element of the covenant. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I'm going to give you the blessing. And the blessing, he, he actually describes it. You will what? Rule. It says, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, you will mm-hmm. rule. Um, and they, uh, and he's describing nations here. Uh, and what he's referring to is uh, in Israel, their biggest concern was, was what? Other nations. Right. Who are going to come against them and and rule over them? Uh, and there was, by the way, <laughs> um, we know by history, uh, Israel would go through these periods where they're they're ru- ruling, and right. then other nations ruled over them. Right. Okay. Why? Because they didn't let God rule. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, when God didn't rule, then you're not ruling. You said the blessing, the covenant includes you ruling, but guess what? You got to be in my kingdom to experience that. Right. Uh, he said, if you do, the things that are important to you in your life, and, and Israel was was a description of this, uh, with they they were concerned about other other kingdoms, nations ruling over them. He says, if you follow me and, and live in the covenant and the kingdom, nobody can overrule you. Now, now think about why not. Why would that be true? Because Nothing. if you're in the kingdom, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, if you're if you're walking in the kingdom, then you have the full authority, and and God is speaking to you and telling you what His will is to be carried out, and so. And his authority supersedes everything else. He yeah. spoke the earth into being. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. his authority is perfect. Yeah. So and that's what we get to exercise. So can the things that are trying to rule against you be successful? No. Why not? Well, because no. they have to deal with God. God. Right. And right. God says, my, my authority is so superior that mm-hmm. you won't be in a position where you're subservient to somebody else, but you'll follow me. Now, uh, this doesn't imply... Uh, the aspect of government. So, um, you know, we've got we've just gone through that with COVID. If your city, you were even talking about Boston. Yeah. Uh, Boston had a mandate. Boston had a mask requirement. Boston, Boston, Boston. Well, it doesn't mean that I I neglect that. Right. Well, yeah, I don't need to rule. I don't need to let them rule. So I'm going to come and get. He said no. You'll be part. You honor things that are up above you as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so rulership. See, isn't about, uh, well, I'm, I, I'm absent of the government authority of it. Rather, I'm going to reign, and, and what is reigning, you're going to have the covenant being mm-hmm. lived out regardless. In the, in the midst of those situations. In the middle of that, because right. they, can't, yes. they can't overcome that. See, they, no matter right. what they do, they can't reign over you because you can reign over it by what? The, living in the covenant, and I'll show you right. what, what it means. Um, and then he tells us this actually in the New Testament too. Go to uh, Romans five seventeen. For if because of one man's trespass death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in the life through the one man Jesus Christ. Yeah, he says, uh, mm-hmm. and this is, goes back to you know what Melchizedek was in Christ and some more uh, better covenant. Because why he says if you're living in me. Mm-hmm. You actually are reigning where? In life. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Rulership authority is now going to be expressed so that you will be in, a, in a, a place of receiving the covenant, which is a flow through. Right. Um, and again, emphasizing that flow through, this is, this is not me saying, okay, he says, I'm reigning, and so I'm going to reign and rule according to my own will. <laughs> it is completely surrendered to him and in his kingdom. And in that, it is a flow through. He does all of it. He works both sides of it. We just stay with him in the midst of it. Yeah. Um, and he says, you're reigning in life. Well, see, life is is all of life. And he says, there's nothing that really can prevent me from delivering the covenant and we, and we talked a little bit about, um, you know, how that might look. Uh, Daniel, we went through Daniel, and Daniel right. um, got captured, lost mm-hmm. the essence of his normal living. Right. But here, here's the cool. Did he lose 
the ability to reign in life. No, not no. at all. No, it looked he different. He lived covenant life right yeah. in the middle of Babylon. Yeah, see, it looked different. Mm-hmm. It felt different. Um, he could have said, well, this isn't like it used to be. Mm-hmm. God said, I didn't promise you that. Right. What I promised you is to reign in life while you're here, even after, as you're captured and surrendered to a foreign mm-hmm. nation that is not worshiping me at all and setting right. up all kinds of stuff against you. I can deliver it. Why? Well, because right. you can reign in life by joining me who reigns in life, mm-hmm. and I'm superior to it all. And that's why the kingdom of God is, is it happens in the kingdom of God. He can't deliver it when we're in the world alone. It's got to be living in the kingdom while we're living in the world. So it's really a critical thing, and, and uh, we got to, his kingdom come, that will be done. Okay, let's look at... Um, uh, as we start moving into the privileges. Now, there's privileges uh, to be able to live in the kingdom and uh, be a recipient of the covenant. Uh, and this first one is uh, protection, safety, and deliverance. So go to uh, Deuteronomy 28.7. Sure. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. Okay. Uh, so do we have enemies? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, in a sense, well, how come, why, why do we have enemies? Because we live in a fallen world. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, when we think of enemy, we tend to think of, uh, let's say, first of all, a nation against nation. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Well, we have one going on right now. Right. Uh, Russia and Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're right now they're enemies. Okay, <laughs> why Why are they enemies? Because Russia wants to take over yeah. Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, through my self-centeredness, mm-hmm. I've decided I want, your, I want your stuff. Yeah. And I'm more powerful than you, and so I'm coming after you. So they've gathered around the, the nation. Uh, it's always interesting to me. Uh, and again, it could be in my mind that they keep threatening it but never do it because they want something out of it. Um, and um, they keep saying, well, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. They still haven't done it as, as of the taping of this, which we've already talked about. But they're enemies just simply because you want my stuff and I don't want you to take my stuff. So now we're enemies against each other. Uh, and I'm going to try... Ukraine is going to try to see if we could keep you from doing this. And I'm going to have to fight you if I can. Now, by the way, if they go to battle, if they go to war, everybody knows what's going to happen, what's going to happen. Ukraine's going to lose. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Why? Well, because Russia isn't kind of superior. It's vastly it's extremely, superior. Extremely, yeah. Um, and the troops they have amassed already are crazy. Yeah. That's right. So, um, and here's the cool thing is that uh, he's, God says, you're going to have enemies who are self-centered and, mm-hmm. you know, don't think of it as uh, necessarily, you know, big. It can be a person or a group or a situation or uh, a government agency or uh, ser- somebody who's trying to serve you. It can you, even be a friend or a family member. A, f- a friend, <laughs> you know, that is coming against you mm-hmm. because they're self-centered and they, in a sense, see, they don't care about you. Mm-hmm. Um uh, is I just want to do something and you're in the, either in the way <laughs> and I got to get you out of the way or you got something that I want 
uh, or you're, you control something that I want and I'm trying to ma- manipulate it. So he says, well, God says in the covenant, they're going to get defeated. Uh, now, of course, our big question, which we'll get into. Okay, great. Um, hey, I got an enemy. How's that going to happen? <laughs> yeah, take care of it. And by the way, when? Mm-hmm. Now. Oh, right now, see. <laughs> God says, take care of it. We say to God, take care of it right now because you promised mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to learn about this is that, yes, I have promised it. I haven't told you when this right. is, is going to occur. Um, so let's pro- we'll process that, son and daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can be assured I'm going to take care of it. Right. Um, and your enemy will be defeated. It's, an, it's a promise, part of the covenant. Now we've got to talk about the other piece of it later, but it's a promise. Okay, go to uh, Leviticus 26. Uh, 7 and 8. Leviticus 26, 7 and 8. You shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. Five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall chase ten thousand, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. Okay. Um, this one's interesting. Um, it implies the enemy's going to fall. Same promise. Mm-hmm. But there's something more about this one. Um uh, what does this imply here by what it says is you are going to do what? You will chase. Ah, you're going after him. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, well, I thought <laughs> all we do got to do is just pray and you take care of it. <laughs> right. Um, isn't, that, isn't that the way it goes? And he says, no. Now, sometimes, yes. Um, I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. Uh, and it's going to be my work. Even as I ask you. But we're involved in the process. To be involved, and you have to chase after it. you got to go mm-hmm. after it. Um, and it will wind up in your victory. Mm-hmm. But you can't sit on the sideline right. with this. Um, so that as you have a, an enemy, uh, your question would, uh, remember, and this is where the beauty of the covenant is, uh, i got I got a problem. I got somebody opposing me. I got a situation that's opposing me. They're coming against me. They're a problem. Uh, they're causing me to fail, or they're or they're actually trying to hurt me. Um, our question would be, since, and this is important difference, since you said they're going to be defeated, right? What do you have to say about that, and what role do you want me to play in that? Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to, if we didn't understand covenant. How would we approach it? I got a problem. Well, how would we approach it? But I don't understand covenant. I would just um, say. We would just start logically trying to solve it ourselves. Or just and, say. Or go to fear and resignation. I guess this ain't going to work. Um, and mm-hmm. maybe it's going to work. Maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, no. God says covenant. It's You can pray since it's going to happen. Show me the way that you're going to work and what do you want me to do? And, and so, for example, uh, we have David and Goliath. Right. Uh, remember, uh, they lined up for war. Um, the bigger army would win. Uh, the Philistines were bigger and they were going to win. And Goliath just says, yeah, you know what? Let's just skip all this killing stuff. Uh, you send out somebody and, and, um, and if you defeat me, we'll surrender you. If I defeat you, you surrender to us. And Saul, who was the king who was supposed to, go to God and say, what do you want me to do? God would have said, well, go after him. Well, I'll, I'll defeat him. Um, he was afraid he wouldn't do it. 
So he tried to get people to do it, couldn't do it. So it's, it's going on like a month. Right. <laughs> Every day. Okay, the Philistine would say, I defy the army of the living God. Everyone else was intimidated by it, wanted nothing to You got do anybody? You got anybody? You know, and it was getting Ooh. close to the time where he was going to say, well, then we're just coming after you. Yeah. And by the way, we're going to kill not you guys. We're going to kill all your wives and kids too, um, which was the whole issue. Well, David shows up. Yeah, what's going on? Well, the uh, Philistine over there, uh, where whoever wins is going to going to we have to surrender to, and we got to fight that guy there that's almost nine feet tall. He's a giant, big, huge guy. Uh, David said, "How dare he defy the army of the living God?" Um, I'll do it. What do you mean you'll do it? How can you do it? You're a pipsqueak. Um, well, because I know something. Since, and this is right embedded right in that First Samuel 17, the covenant exists. God promises to protect us. He's going to take care of the enemy. He promises that. And this is part of that. I know the truth of that. So since I know the truth of that, I can say, well, Let's go after it, and I'll go after it. Right. I'm ready to go after it. And trust it. that God will deliver it. And God's going to deliver it um, because he said, I come at you in the name of the living God. And you've defied the army of the living God, and so I'm going to do it. And so it describes what he does. You know, He says, I'm used to this. And by the way, one thing that I've learned how to do is, is uh, use a slingshot, and I'm really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> now, by the way, he says right in there, and I know something. Mm-hmm. I didn't defeat those lions and bears because of me. Right. It was God did because it. of the work of God guiding me. But mm-hmm. I had to participate in it and go after it. I've learned to go after it. Right. I've chased him down. Uh, okay. Uh, so you, you can read this. Um, so he says, I'll do it. He comes out and Goliath says, who are you to think that you could even possibly defeat me? You're nothing. And David says, yeah, I know, uh, but I come at you in the name of the living God. Uh, and so he, and then it says this, and this is this is a really cool verse, and he runs into battle. Love it. And goes after it. Um, and God says here in Leviticus, he says, uh, there's, there's times where I'm going to ask you to chase, go after the chase, go after right. it, chase them down. Hmm. You pursue it. You got to pursue it, and I'm going to use you to fulfill it. So, did was David the one that did it? Yeah, but God, David knew it wasn't me. It was God uh, who gave me the power and the circumstance to be able to do this. All based upon, well, the covenant's absolute. So I don't, I don't need to fret. Maybe I'll make it. Maybe I, he he didn't say God. Right. Should I do this? Maybe I'm going to win. Maybe not. I'll try. I can try. Uh, what do you got to say about that? God says, we already, already know what I said about that. Uh, it's I absolute. said covenant. Yeah. I said covenant. <laughs> you can believe it. Now you go after it because mm-hmm. I've instructed you, yes, you go after it, but you got to run into the battle. You got to chase the battle. Mm. Um, so it's really, really remarkable. And then uh, let's finish this with uh, Psalm 20, this section uh, right now. We'll, t- we'll talk a little bit more about the depth of it, but uh, Psalm 21 to 2. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. Yeah. Uh, uh, the day of trouble is <laughs> all. Um, 
I've got a problem here uh, with the enemy. Um, I'm I'm in danger. Right. Um, um, I could fail here. I can see the circumstances aren't good. He says, "What? Um, I'll send you help. In other words, I'll take care. Of, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to show you wisdom. I'm going to show you my power. Um, and all you got to do is stay in my kingdom, my sanctuary." Um, and let me deliver it to you. I'm going to take care of it. In the day of trouble, you can be assured you're going to be protected. Uh, you're going to have safety. Uh, okay, let's talk about that a section. Why, why is protection and safety so important to all of us? Oh, we're wired that way for one thing. Okay. <laughs> That's, you know, there's, there's some self-preservation in that. Yeah, yeah. And what is it that we would desire for us to live a nice life is, is to be what? Well, I want to be protected, mm-hmm. you know, from, from something. So that, um, uh, you know, we're here in Denver and we're going to have a big snowstorm. Um, well, we'd like to be protected right, in the middle of that storm uh, so that we could, interesting enough, it can be raging around us. But we, if we're protected in a, in a nice house with uh, sufficient food and heat, Right. Uh, we can still live a very pleasant life in the middle of something that we normally now can't do. I can't go out and drive uh, because the roads are going to be too bad. But we can be protected uh, in the middle of that difficulty, which is important to the life of freedom. See, the life of peace right. is, well, yeah, yeah, I know. I know there's difficulty out there, but I'll, I'll be protected in the middle of it. Um, right. So it doesn't, we don't say, well, God, never make it snow. It's when the snowstorm comes, right? which is going to And again, come. like you always say, there will be trouble yeah, in the world. There's going to so. be trouble. <laughs> um, help us understand it. Mm-hmm. How can we be protected? How could we be safe? Uh, which is important. You know, so like, like right. Linda, particularly, um, because of uh, um, actually <laughs> for me, um, I actually don't mind driving in it. Somewhat, right? Uh, it can get. You it can and get. every other guy in the world. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's yeah. like a big adventure. It for is. Y'all. It's an adventure, <laughs> and um, and see, I don't even mind skidding. Um, it's kind of fun to have to deal with that. Now, of course, it can get dangerous, right? You know, and then right. hey, don't be an idiot, Rich. You know, so, uh, but um, I actually enjoy it to a certain level. But I still want right. to. I still want to be safe, and I still want to be yes. protected, Linda. Uh, if it starts snowing and the roads get get a little uh, uh, snowy, she's she's saying I'm gonna I'm gonna know how God protects me. I'm staying home. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not driving, you know, because my I, protection is by the fire with a glass yeah, of wine. <laughs> yeah, because because it's too it's too much fear for her, and she says, and this is this is the essence of it is that well, what does everybody want? Mm-hmm. Well, I want to feel safe. Right. Uh, and right. by the way, it goes, you know, we're talking physical things, but it goes into the emotional stuff mm-hmm. um, is like, for example, and I, I help to deal with couples on this. Uh, hey, uh, wife, do you feel safe around your husband? Now, I'm not talking harm. I'm talking, do you feel that safe you can, communicate you can share your heart and not get whacked? Right. You know, a lot of people, I don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. about that that's not a safe place for me so I, I just don't say anything 
mm-hmm. uh, well, then that's not safety. And God says, if you follow. And by the way, go ahead. can I just yeah, insert a little freebie for marriage there yeah. too, because this was something I did. Wives, you can do that to your husbands as well. A lot of times we assume that the wives are the ones who um, don't feel safe saying something to their husband because they get shut down quickly or that sort of thing. Um, I realized that early on in our marriage, I didn't provide Dan a safe place to have things spoken because I would go to tears so quickly. Yeah. And he just wanted to put me out, you know, it's like put yeah. out the fires. Yeah. And so rather than being able to communicate openly, my, you know, it wasn't a mean, boisterous, whatever, but my, my breaking down so easily did not provide a safe place for him. Yeah. Yeah. And it can look so like, it goes both ways. Yeah. yeah it, it can look like, um, at this, at, uh, and, and as I'm talking to couples, they can say, well, we don't talk about that stuff. Why? Well, because if we do, it's going to lead into difficulty and conflict. So we just don't talk about that. Well, you right. both worked at basically not having a safe place. And God says, right. um, I want to protect you. I want to provide safety It's on a, at, at all levels. If you have a heart mm-hmm. to go with me, I'm going to guide you through the ability to create safety in all aspects of your emotion, your spirit, your intellect, physical all of that is important. And, and that's all part of covenant. Yes. Him providing that safety for us as we come to him. Yeah. 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 Um, and, um, and see, the wisdom of God uh, is, is current. And at the same time, uh, you have to allow time to happen. Like, for example, and I, I, Linda and I have dealt with people who have been in abusive situations. Um, and uh, somebody is physically harming somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we, we, we talk to them pray and say, look, at the moment, you need to exit that place because it's not safe. Right. Let's get to a safe place. Now, if you have a heart to go and your husband has a, wife, a heart to go or your wife, God will recreate for you two to have safety. But don't think you have to put up with it in order to get it, it might be better right. to actually exit that. You may have that, to step out Step and work out of that yeah. and work on it. And that's okay because God says, it's going to be about your heart. I can, I, if you have a heart to go to the covenant, I'm going to create the safety that is healthy because mm-hmm. we all, like you said, it's, it's, in, good, it's yeah. part of our essence mm-hmm. is to have a safe place, uh, to be protected, right. to be delivered. Uh, and God says, that's my heart to do that. So, as we look at one of the benefits, let's remember these are a privilege uh, mm-hmm. of the covenant is, well, if you walk with me, your enemies are going to get defeated. I may, I may use you. I'm going to create safety for you and protection that's important to living out the covenant, interesting enough, right in the middle of dangerous places. Right, uh, right. So Daniel is a you know, great example. Again, he was in a very unsafe place, so to speak, lots of threats to even his existence. And he, was, he kept getting God's favor to say, let me provide safety for you so that you can enjoy the life even in a, even in a difficult place. So um, it's not about take away the problem. It's whatever it is, Father, show me how to live safely in right. a place that I'm at. That's it. And God says, I can do huh. that. You know, it's beautiful. So we'll, uh, we'll continue. Uh, we have a few more uh, uh, depth comments to make as we get into more scripture about protection because it's really important. And we'll pick this up again next week. We have guests again coming up tomorrow. And then we have uh, um, uh, End Times Fridays. End Times Fridays, yeah. We're into that whole section, which, by the way, is the ultimate protection and defeat Mm -hmm. because in eternity, we don't even have that problem. (laughs) 
<laughs> right, right. So it's going to be great. So we'll uh, we'll continue it. So uh, Father, we just thank you for uh, what you're showing us about the covenant uh, that uh, the blessing includes uh, deliverance, protection, safety, things that we can count on, and it's absolute. Uh, and so out of that covenant, may we approach the places where are a lot of times are right now unsafe for most of us. How would you guide us into that place of safety and live it out to the full? And so we pray for that and look forward to that in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for sharing today, Rich, and thank you for joining us, everyone. Um, I'm going to just leave us with one quick verse. Psalms 118 yep. verse 8 says, It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. And just a little reminder that um, as we talk about this protection and safety, that God is God. <laughs> and when he is ours, we need to recognize the fullness, the authority, the power. Again, we talk about Emmanuel with us of what it is to walk with him. And he is our refuge. And if he is for us, truly, there is no one that can be against us. Yeah. That is covenant living. Yeah, amen. And if you have questions uh, about this whole thing, uh, you know, put it on the YouTube uh, comment section or uh, questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com, and then we'll receive them and process them, uh, either put them on the air, we're happy to get back to you and uh, uh, just understand that we know uh, these is, uh, for particularly a lot of people, uh, covenant isn't even, they don't even understand what, what the heck is that. Um, they've never heard this before, but it's true uh, and it's beautiful and it uh, sets the stage for living out this covenant life because if you Absolutely. believe it, you don't say, I wonder if it's possible. You say, well, since you said it, how, yes. are, you, how are you gonna deliver it? And I got a sticky wicket and um, I'm not uh, demanding that you do something. I just wanna walk into it. And uh, so we're, we'd love for you to do that. And uh, Kathy, we will uh, see you tomorrow for our guest. Sounds great. Have a great evening, everybody. Take care. Okay. Thanks so much. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.